Hey listeners, welcome back to Culture Conversations. This is Patrick McMullen with iHub. Today we are talking to Jeff Jenkins, Senior Manager at Deloitte in Finland. Jeff will talk to us about his experience working in the Finnish culture and how the journey has been for him and his family. Thank you for being here. First, could you give us a little bit of background on yourself, where you're from, your education? Yeah, of course. We've been Spokane, Washington, which is like the east side of the state. So everyone knows Seattle, but Spokane's like the big city on the east side by um, Idaho. I grew up there. Then I went to college at BYU, Utah, did a undergrad accounting degree there, as well as a master's degree there. And then recruited from the accounting program straight into Big Four Accounting. I started out in um, Deloitte and Touche's San Jose office, which is about the 800 people. I was in the audit practice. So I audited pretty much technology companies, small, medium, large, all the way from startups um, up to you know large public companies. Um, I worked on Roku, which I thought was cool. Um, we had audits like LinkedIn, that office. Did that for six years, and then I felt like I needed something different, uh, maybe a break from, from just regular audit. And so I ended up doing what we call a manager development program in Deloitte. And I went to our national office um, in San Francisco, um, and I did technical accounting there. So if people have a technical accounting question, they would call us, and then we would try to help them figure out the answer. And from there, that, that was all internal, right? So if the team had a question in the field, they would call us and we'd help them. About halfway into that program, I decided to start doing some advisory work too. And so I split my time half um, national office for just internal teams and then half advisory work directly with um, a client that wasn't being honored by us. Did that for two years, ended up extending for a third because I liked it. Um, and as I was wrapping up my third year, I was actually teaching a training at um, Deloitte University. It's like this training hub we have in Dallas. And I got a call from a partner I'd worked with in San Jose, and he asked me whether I had any interest in moving to Finland. <laughs> and I said, uh, good question. I don't know anything about Finland. So, you know, tell me more about that. Let's, let's think about that. And so long story short, I ended up spending some time thinking about it. And uh, here, here we are today. I live in Finland now, but... That's probably more than you want to know. That's that's sort of all the way from where I grew up to how I am here now. But yeah, I'll I'll stop there. Before we go into more questions about your career path, I'm curious. This is a fun question we like to ask people, but what is something that someone would be surprised to learn about you? (laughs) Yeah, something someone would be surprised to learn about me. During high school and college, I was in various punk rock bands and recorded various uh, albums. <laughs> not sure I put out punk rock vibe, but yeah, that's probably not something people would expect to know. Is your band recorded online? You know, they were at one point. There was an old site called um, Pure Volume or something where you could, where like, you know, small bands could post their music, um, but I doubt that still exists. Um, we, we were pretty old school. We sold our CDs at like school and just played whatever show. So it was pretty, pretty old school. Super interesting. Never made it big per se. That is cool. A punk rock band. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Okay. So you mentioned that your friend in San Jose just called you up at one day and asked if you wanted to work in Finland. Before that, had you <laughs> gone 
any interest in working internationally or was it just out of the blue? Yeah, I'd been interested. Uh, Deloitte has quite a few programs where you could work abroad for anywhere from six months to, I don't know, three years. There was one particular program I'd been interested in when I became a manager, so I was maybe five years into my time at Deloitte, four, four or five years. Um, but at the time, it would have meant going to London, it's actually where I am right now, but at the time, the program was a bit different than I than it had been previously, and it was less enticing to me, and so that's why I actually chose to do the manager development program in our national office instead of the we call them a global we call them global de deployment programs instead of the global deployment program. So people knew I was interested in it. I'd been kind of telling people that for a number of years, but that one didn't work out, and so people kind of knew I had an interest. So it was in there in the background a little bit. Yeah. Yeah competitive at all trying to get those international opportunities yeah it, it can be mine was a little non-traditional because someone asked me you can obviously just apply as well and then there's more of a competition and a competitive aspect to it where there's multiple candidates put only so many spots but yeah in my in my case it was sort of like if i wanted it i could have it which was nice do you think there was anything specifically you did in your career before that helped prepare you to just have that door open? Yeah, I think a lot of people go into, uh, this could be any career, but accounting and, and big four auditing, especially people sometimes go into it and don't really have a plan for what they want to do. And they get, it's easy to get burnt out because you can't sort of see the, the end goal. And so things get hard. You're like, I'm done with this. I'm just moving on. But we always went into it, I say we, because it was sort of a joint decision with my, my wife. We always went into it thinking, let's work as if we wanted to, I'm going to say make partner. That's sort of like the, <clears throat> the big step in um, accounting firms. Not that, you know, day one, I thought I'd be a partner, but it was more like, let's, let's work as if I'm going to be here forever and I want to make partner. And then if it doesn't work out, we'll go somewhere else and do something else and I can feel like I did did my best. And if it does work out to stay, then then great. I will have put myself in the best position I could have possibly put myself in. And I think that mindset helped do good work along the way to the point where people thought maybe I could be a good option for other experiences that are a little bit outside of just your standard, you know, work in one office, do an audit out of that office type role. So that, that was probably one. And then the second was probably just expressing an interest and being open to different things at work. And I think by the partners I had, I had worked with knew I was, you know, flexible and open to different things and willing to be somewhat adventurous in, in my career, mm -hmm. I guess I would say. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. I do like what you said, your first point. I've actually heard that from a few people. A lot of people see places as a stepping stone and that almost puts them back in their career because they don't go all in. Yep. So I think that's cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, everyone's, everyone's different, right? So some people are really successful using different jobs as stepping stones. Um, I, I think I just realized that if I, even if I was going to do that, I would want to do my best at each stepping stone along the way because I felt like that would open the broadest horizon, if that makes sense. Yeah, really dedicate yourself to each step. Yeah. So tell me about what it was like, the transition to Finland. 
Yeah, how was it transition to Finland? Well, we were coming from California, where it was like, I don't know, 60 or 70 degrees, to the beginning of winter in Finland. I don't know if you've looked at a map of, of Finland, but it's very far north. Uh, and it, you don't know anybody. And then on top of that, the culture is such that people aren't going to actually try to know you. So that was a hurdle. And then just the logistics of getting, you know, a family and all of our stuff from one place to another. And then I, I guess I would also say figuring out what it looks like to do a good job and produce quality work in a foreign country on a new job. How's the language barrier been? Uh, I would say easy and hard at the same time. I would say easy because um, Finnish is not a language that's spoken by pretty much anyone outside of Finland, and the Finns know that, and so they're all pretty good at English. Um, but <clears throat> I would say that to truly integrate into Finnish culture and probably any culture, you need to speak the language on some level. And Finnish is a really hard language to learn. They, they say it's like the second hardest language in the world or maybe the, the first hardest language in the world to learn. Um, so <clears throat> I, I would say hard in that, in that regard. I can imagine. So you yeah. mentioned that in general, the people seem to be a little bit more reserved. Are they like that in the workplace as well? Yeah, um, the work culture, is different. For instance, um, leisure time is, is a big thing here. And people are motivated by different things, but yeah, the, the social interaction is also different. Um, I, I will say, I, I, don't, I don't drink personally, but people loosen up a lot at work when they drink a little bit. So if there's like a social gathering after work and your colleagues have a couple drinks, then they're much more social. <laughs> it's fairly interesting, but at work, yeah, it can be, yeah, less social than you find in the U.S. And people I've worked with, luckily, I think, know that and know that we're new, and so they, they try, I think, a little harder. But, yeah, overall, it's just less social. Interesting. And while you've been there, have you had any miscommunications just because cultures perceive things differently, even behavior or ways of communication? Yeah, so a um, couple things. Finnish culture is not very into sharing personal details. Like personal details about your, your life are considered very private and um, you, you would share them with a friend but not a, a acquaintance or someone you don't know that well. So I, I asked one of my um, colleagues how she met her husband and that was like, that was viewed as like a very personal question. Um, to the point where she was like a little embarrassed that I'd asked that question. I would also say Finnish people are are very, they're very good rule followers. Like if there's rules, they're going to follow them and they like order and, you know, bright lines. I am not really like that at all. And so there's a lot of cases where I kind of run up against the culture in, in that regard. And they, you know, there's a set way to do things and I want to do something <laughs> different. So that's like a, a daily basis thing for me. Yeah, challenging the norms a little bit there. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm curious for you, what's been the most interesting part about your international rotation? 
Uh, the most interesting part so far. Hmm. And I'd say one would be the, the personal uh, travel. We, my family and I try to travel like, I don't know, once a month, once every other month and see something different or new. Like we spent Christmas in Germany and France and Amsterdam just to see what it's like there. We took a ferry over to Estonia one weekend just to see what that's like. We're going to try to go to Morocco in the near future. So that's super interesting and one of the big reasons I, I said yes to this. The other interesting thing is seeing how different cultures interact and how they're motivated at work and how they approach work. My current team is composed of Finnish people, Americans, uh, British team members, um, Indians from India, some Filipinos, some people from Hungary, some people from Eastern Europe, uh, so you got a lot of different cultures coming together and a lot of different styles coming together, but we ultimately have to be a team. And so it's, it's interesting to try to figure out like what pushes that person's buttons, what motivates this person, you know, which, which things are cultural, which things are individual. Uh, that, that's been super interesting to me, to me at least. Sometimes frustrating, but ultimately very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. A big learning experience I can imagine. Yeah. But I'm frustrating at times, too, I'm sure. Yeah. So do you have any advice for someone who's considering working abroad? Either someone who is about to go abroad or a student who wants to prepare to go abroad? Yeah. I thought, and remind me, are you in the business school in general? Are you in the accounting program? Are you in the marketing or just? another program remind remind me i can't remember i'm in accounting Mm -hmm. oh cool so i would say a a couple things um i think the marriott school has a pretty good study abroad program when i was there they had it where you just went to london now i think it's much more expansive and you go multiple places and do multiple things Uh, i would say getting involved in stuff like that sort of helps demystify and and make it less scary to like have this idea of you know going to a different country and maybe working there and interacting with the people it's kind of like anything right the more you do something the less afraid you are of doing it again because you know you did it before and maybe it went bad or maybe it went fine or whatever right but you you know like you survived it so i would say get involved if you think you're interested or even if you don't think you're interested but just you're not sure like i'd say get involved in things that will expose you to international experiences um as early as you can just so you and sort of fill out like what you like and what you don't like because you're probably going to come up or come across many different flavors of international experiences and it's helpful to know which flavors you like which flavors you might not the the other thing i'd say at least in the accounting world is try to do your best work along the way even in those first years when it can feel like drudgery and it can be a little more boring because you're the lowest person on the team. And so you might be making copies some of the time or um, getting people lunch some of the time. Um, try to have a good attitude and, and just do the best you can at whatever you're being asked to do. Because the initial impressions you build of yourself at a company, those are hard to change for good or bad. And those impressions can help propel you into other opportunities you know, years later that you never would have had if you went down a different path. Maybe you'd never be considered for those opportunities otherwise. Yeah, so always give it your best work. Yeah, 
I guess the other thing I would say is be open um, or, or try to have experiences where you're dealing with people that are different than you. Because I think you're going to run into that anyway in the workforce. And going on an international assignment is all about that, right? You're stepping out of your comfort zone and going to a new culture. Um, so if you can do some of that ahead of time, you can get better at it, right? Because I think all of us probably initially struggle when we're dealing with a different culture or a different you know, way of communicating or whatever. So if you do it ahead of time more, you, you get better at navigating how that works. Mm -hmm. You learn to adapt a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything else about your experience working internationally that you feel like would be interesting to share? Interesting to share. So in just, I guess, I guess what I'd say is be aware that some cultures could be very different than, you know, your culture in some ways and you just got to be open to it. So for instance, in Finland, the sauna is a huge part of the culture. So I don't know if you're familiar with the sauna, but like you go sit in the, the hot room, right? And there's rocks and you put water in them and it, it steams. Um, that's like, I don't even know how to emphasize it enough. It's a huge part of the culture. So there's like five and a half million people in Finland and there are two million saunas. Um, and the way sauna is done is typically by gender, but without clothing on. So something that I think most Americans are uncomfortable with uh, and there's there's obviously ways to navigate that but I've been told by multiple people that ultimately to build relationships in Finland and get in good with the local people you are going to have to sauna with them hmm. and so like <clears throat> you know you just have to be <laughs> open to different experiences I suppose <laughs> So, I mean, who who knew? I never really knew that about, about Finland, so. That is um, really funny. And it's interesting the things people hold so important, like for social interactions, because it sounds like they don't open up super easily, so that's a big step for them. Yeah, yeah. Well, which is funny, because if you go to, like, a karaoke bar here, like, all the people are singing and, like, having a great time, and then you, like, see them at work, and they're very reserved, and there's just, like, just an interesting mix of characteristics. Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah. The, the other thing I, I would say that I've, <clears throat> I mean, I realized it when I was, so I, I did a, a mission for the church and I lived in the Dominican Republic. So I realized it a bit there, but I think sometimes, I don't know if it's just Americans, but probably everybody, you, you can go into another country and think like, you know, the American way or whatever way is from your country is, is the best way. Like everything else is, is dumb or silly or just not right. Um, ha having an open mind or being open to understanding why things are done the way they are, like, you know, how that became the way it is, I think is, is helpful because I have some, I have a couple of the team members from America and there's one in particular that is very much like, you know, America is, is the best way. And I, I think it, it ultimately rubs some of the local people the wrong way, as you might expect, right? Um, and it, it's actually innocent, I think, on, on this person's part. They're just, you know, very proud of America and like American comforts. But I don't think that person often steps back to think, well, is this also a valid way to do it? Or is this perhaps a better way to do it? Or maybe it's just different, you know, it's not necessarily better or worse and so forth. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's interesting. International jobs or just the opportunity to go to abroad can be an opportunity to challenge your own thinking and like you're saying, why we do the things we do. Yeah, totally true. Um, like I, I worked in San Francisco for three years and I, I walked to work and there'd be homeless people all over the streets, right? Finland, there's no, there's like really no such thing as a homeless person. You know, I think we often call Finnish people socialists and, you know, say that like it, it's a negative thing. And, you know, there's, there's different political thoughts on, you know, social wel- welfare versus not having social welfare and all, all that stuff. Um, but if you just think about like that particular issue, they have kind of solved homelessness in their country um, with their model. So, you know, you've, you've got to applaud them for that, right? But they've done it in a way that, you know, maybe people in the U.S. wouldn't like, but they've, they've solved it. Well, thank you for sharing those insights. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next week on Culture Conversations.